was really loud, wasn't it? <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> it was in my throat. It was amplified in my ears. You, me too. It's awesome. <laughs> Welcome to our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two Kens beaching each other off, Martin and Brady. I know I'm stereotypical Barbie, and therefore don't form conjectures concerning causality of adjacent unfolding events, but some things have been happening that might be related. Women are the freaking foundation of this very long phallic building. This week, we go all the way up at Mattel and finally catch up with the pink craze that took over theaters earlier this year. The Barbie movie created a bit of a cultural phenomenon and did so with a strong female message throughout. Who better to talk about it than three guys? <laughs> What'd you guys think? I, I was not a huge fan. Oh, you didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't. It was fine <laughs> to watch. I didn't. I, Careful I, I, now. Yeah, the, piss off the whole internet. The not enjoy it part is the is I, like, yeah. did I? I mean, I definitely enjoyed parts of the movie. There were definitely parts I just was kind of it was losing me, and I just couldn't keep up with like the style of the movie. I think the whole barbiness of it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to make it that, but I mean, I, I just like just the general way that the movie is, and so it, you know it. I was kind of ebbs and flows. I was in and out and in and out, but I mean, it was fine. I guess I just don't think the movie's all really like amazing. Come at me. (laughs) (laughs) I am along the lines of Brady. Like it was fine. I don't didn't dislike it. I didn't hate it. Um, But I, I, I honestly said like, I don't know all of like what I'm supposed to like pull from this. (laughs) Like, it's fine. It was it's fine. And like Jen, you know, Jen and I watched it. She has seen it like three times now. And so she feels better about it than you do. She yeah, she really <laughs> likes it. So there was like the one of the things that like caught me off guard and I just I guess, you know, took me out of the movie was like she was singing along when they're in the Barbie dream car. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it's and closer was. to fine. You guys don't know the Indigo Girls? No. I was I like, like are we supposed to know this song? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Huge. I felt like the daughter might be the, might be the XRT in me, or I felt like the daughter. I was like, "What the hell are you singing?" And why? Like, yeah, was this did this play nope. when like you bought the Barbie Corvette or what? Yeah, you guys, you guys need some uh, some feminist support. Uh, it's uh, Indigo Girls. They were very big on Lilith Fair. I'm, I'm familiar with them. Okay, what's That's the song have hit. to do with Barbie? Oh, n- nothing to do with Barbie. Oh, nothing to do with Barbie. No, it's or just no, like Barbie singing it, and then the other girl gets in. Yeah. And they're singing the same. Every time they got in the car, they were singing it. I felt yeah, like there it's was just a, like this feminist anthem. I felt like there was a Barbie connection in there. That's what other, I. Did. Other than it's a again very big feminist movie, and that's like if you're going to pick one song, okay, for especially for Greta Gerwig, who grew up in the not, you know, she's pretty much our age. I think maybe a few years younger. It's just going to be that's going to be the song, just like you know, using Push from from the '90s as well from Matchbox Twenty for like the ultimate maybe toxic <laughs> masculinity um song so it's just kind of like they're they're i think they're a pretty good pretty good uh juxtaposition of two songs okay. two ideas yeah so i've never heard that song I, I find that 
I mean, if I heard it, I definitely didn't know it. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with Lilith Fair? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I do feel like, yeah, we're glossing over you the fact that you worked at an alternative <laughs> radio station. <laughs> was, yeah. But I mean, I knew it before. I mean, this was before I worked there. It's from the, again, from the 90s. So I knew it from, from high school. But again, I was listening a, to a, that station. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a DJ. <laughs> so like, we would play it. But, yeah, I'm not I mean, saying that plenty of people don't know it. I had no yeah. clue what that song was. And yeah. then they kept singing. I was like, oh, it's some Barbie connected song. I, nope. Nothing to do with Barbie. Yeah. Well, it is now. <laughs> Forever and ever tied <laughs> tied to Barbie. Yeah, Mary was going to watch it with uh, with me and then just was too tired and so she's like I I could watch it but yeah, you'll be able to watch it again at some point. But so I don't I don't know what her uh her feedback was, but Martin, where uh, where'd you fall? Yeah, this is my my second viewing. Um Oh, I guess I didn't realize. Yeah, I I watched it before and I watched it this time with uh with Brecklin again and her second viewing too. She went to the theater for it. And uh and yeah, we liked it. I, I enjoyed it both times. I thought I thought there was a lot going on, so I was glad to watch it again to kind of get a better understanding of what some of the you know f- again feminist plot points might might be. Uh, I really I really didn't fully understand Alan the first time, and I wanted your, your guys' take on what Alan was supposed to represent. But I I just looked into it a little bit, and he actually is a, a character. I thought he was like a completely made up thing. Oh really? I don't think they made be, up any, and, very really much right, at all. Everything everything was like real, right? Like yeah. even when they show them throwing out all the all her clothes, like all those things, where I think were actual yeah big yeah. time big time items from from Alan Barbie and Midge. But Alan was, were yeah. were a couple. <laughs> And both oh, that Mitch? both the like pregnant one? yes the pregnant one and <laughs> when, when Will Ferrell goes oh Mitch <laughs> that we did to you too <laughs> and well they did and <laughs> she came with like a baby okay but on the box there was like so there was like no mention of Alan so it yeah there the the you know the the, cons- the national concern uh, was that it was oh. promoting like teenage Not, pregnancy and like essentially an, uh, right an yeah. unwed mother type of nonsense you know that no the the 80s and 70s couldn't get never would could never would never be able to get past right right right. and so both of those were essentially like discontinued random kind of uh but it was supposed to be like ken's best friend i think yeah that's what it is ken's best friend yeah i think the jokes like the joke of like everyone being barbie and everyone being ken kind of just was like i laughed like the very first time and then i was like okay right like i don't know just stuff like that kind of just wore on me a little bit um, I definitely thought there were funny, funny parts throughout. You know, there were funny lines by pretty much everyone. I think Barbie and uh, or Margot and uh, yeah, and Ryan <laughs> say Barbie. I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosling and uh, obviously Will Ferrell. Um, you know, there was just I felt there was some good uh, good humor, uh, kind of mixed in throughout. Yeah, but it was very well cast, um, especially because yeah. Margot can cry on demand she cries in every in every movie i feel like that's great she's in, now that i think about it but like can do it and she did it a few times a few times in this one um and yeah i thought gosling did a did a great job too oh yeah and just very very funny with the whole horse obsession i, I saw good. i saw a note about him um saying he accepted the role of ken after seeing his daughter's ken doll lying face down in the mud next to a squished lemon and he took a like a picture of it and sent it to greta gerwig saying I shall be your Ken. His story must be told. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciated just the uh, the idea of of that. I mean, I think we talked about this when it first was coming out, or back, you know, jokingly. This is that we are we're, we're, we've kind of missed the boat a little bit on the on the craze of it the all. Timing of this, right? <laughs> but I remember, and I think I even told you, Martin, recording. I'm like, I just don't think this. I don't see any reason why I would want to watch this movie. And you were 
pro kind of selling. Yeah. Gre- Greta Gerwig being the right. one that's doing it, which is again, which is a good, good, uh, a good selling point. And well, I, I just t- knew there would be more to it than than just a silly, you know, Mattel. But didn't we talk about that? The promotional, like the the. They were promoting it as almost not what it is. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's super smart because I think a lot of people went to see it and weren't expecting, or yeah, weren't weren't expecting to see like a, a big, a very a movie huge, with depth. Yeah, right, <laughs> and slap you in your face, feminist movie, anti patriarchy, right. makes you think a lot. And I think that's what I'd heard that you you could expect more of that. But yeah, they still had all the thing, all the makings of a blockbuster right. movie, and it kind of like sneakily it was very brought you into an indie movie. Interesting, right? They yeah. gimmicky, they were trickeration with uh, with kind of the <laughs> that's a good word the trailers. <laughs> um, and then yeah, what we were talking about was like yeah, there's no way that's the trailers were doing nothing for me. I'm like, I, nothing about this makes me want to watch yeah. the movie. So if there is more to it, I'm. I'm the wrong audience for it because, like, I almost do want to know what it's about in order to go. Yeah, and you know, obviously. Yeah, I mean, they still made it a big, yeah, a big blockbuster. Oh, it's movie clearly uh, with, with huge actors, uh, tons of product placement. Right, <laughs> Chevy's all over the place with the car chase. <laughs> That's old school too. Like the old school product placement, it felt like. Yeah. Now, I maybe it's. I feel like I'm more. Maybe I'm just more numb to it. But like, I, I remember this. Uh, I remember watching another movie recently that was a couple years old, and I was like, oh, gosh, there's the product placement. You used to know, like, it kind of became a thing. It's like, oh, you can't escape the new car, the new drink, or whatever the case may be. Do you think they did that because of the the Barbie dream car and the Corvette? Yes. Like, they reached out to Chevy specifically because of that? I did. Yeah, probably. And and I wonder how they got Mattel to sign off on making fun of making fun of them a good amount. Yeah, even talked about the person who like got uh went bankrupt or uh <laughs> IRS uh, tax yeah, evasion. Yeah, that's that's one's for another uh, another movie or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the one one of the things that I laughed at and obviously it was what's unintended but a connection I made was when they're all on the beach, all the Kens are playing music on the beach and all I could think about was how good Michael Sarah is at playing the guitar and didn't get to do it because everybody he wasn't a Ken. Yeah, because he wasn't a Ken. Yeah. <laughs> because we talked about talent. that with uh Scott Pilgrim. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Ken thing was interesting. You obviously had Gosling and uh Simu you know, as opposing Ken. Opposing kind of, yeah, kind of opposing Ken's, Ken's. Uh, yeah, whatever the right word is, and then also, you know, on the same team for a while it and when the patriarchy yeah. was uh, came to town, <laughs> I lost interest in it as soon as I found out it wasn't about horses. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was so funny when he was when the, I mean, when he found out about it that with the he's talking to the guy at the company. He's like, "You guys aren't doing patriarchy, right?" Like, we are. We're just hiding it really well. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was just. It was such a strange. It's such a strange movie. Not badly done by any means, but it's just very strange. Like just the idea of it all. It, it it's... yeah. There's a lot of things that kind of had to come together in just the right way. I think that I think that's why I really like it because uh, what you, what you're mentioning, like they market it as this fun movie for everybody, but and it is, and it, there's a lot of fun parts that, where my ten year old daughter can look at it a couple of different ways could just have fun and enjoy it for a Barbie movie, but then also makes her think in, in certain ways makes, I feel like every man should see it. Cause you know, to, to think about, um, you know, the message I feel like you is, is it, they beat you over the head with that patriarchy hurts everybody, right? It's not just the women, 
but the men as well that if you're if you're just trying to be a Ken, you're not going to be happy either. So I, I think some of those things. There's lots of people in the, in America that need to see, need to see this movie, and I think everyone kind of should. Yeah. Well, I mean, based off the numbers, I think yeah, most, I, think, I think everyone did. <laughs> most of them did. Even the people who uh, you know on on one side of the aisle who uh, who all had to automatically hate it, hate it uh, on right. principle. Right. Yeah. Exactly. On principle alone. Um, but yeah, I, I liked uh, America Ferrera's character as well, and just the the, the what, they, what did they call her irrepressible thoughts of death, Barbie, and, <laughs> and cellulite Barbie, and she started drawing all the, and that whole the whole concept that the one you're the Barbie, the person that's playing with the Barbie, and then th- that Barbie feels feels that, and she has to like go find her. It was it's kind of silly ish, but but it worked. Well, you know, like because if you think about it, there's plenty of people playing with the Barbie, right? Right, like. Right, it'd all be and, having some sort and of. Probably lots of them have depressing thoughts, right? Not just not <laughs> or just heads one. being ripped off. It's like <laughs> right, be, what, right. There'd be lots of weird Barbies. Beach there. scenes, you'd be having <laughs> literally heads flying off. Uh, Kate McKinnon, perfect weird Barbie. Perfect weird yeah. Barbie. Like just mm-hmm. obviously great doing the splits and uh, little I, great when they were coming to her house and she just went into the splits formation <laughs> up against the wall. <laughs> I'm always in the splits. <laughs> the Mojo Dojo Casa House. house. I found funny. Yeah. You know, house in, in four in three different ways. <laughs> yeah, no, the uh stuff like that was funny, right? The I'm Ken song, mm-hmm. you know. I mean Gosling was Gos I, I like Gosling. It was written by uh Mark Ronson. I saw but a lot of the music was yeah. uh was done by him. Including uh I think that was supposed to be a joke, if I remember seeing that correctly. He wrote that song as a joke and he took it to Greta and she really liked it and then Gosling liked it and was like, I want to do like a musical number with this. And they like turned it into more. And Ronson's like, I can't believe like that came out of this, you know, like, cause he just wrote this corny song about yeah. Ken. <laughs> I'm 10. I am Ken. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the Billie Eilish song is really good. Um, Dua Lipa's in it. And the Dua Lipa song is, was is great notice. as well. <laughs> John, C- your boy, John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> of course. If you're making a movie, you're not calling Cena. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, I when I was watching, I was like, uh, I wish Simu had had gone for it as hard as Gosling did in the musical number because like you could see he like knew the steps and went through them, but he wasn't given. He wasn't I didn't feel quite, like he gave it his all. He like didn't Gosling quite have did. the fur coat <laughs> power. <laughs> the I, fur coat power. <laughs> I I just felt like Gosling fell back to his uh, Mickey Mouse training. <laughs> he reverted to his training. Was like, we're gonna hit this number. He, he was this close to being an instinct. <laughs> got the, the Mickey Mouse. He got, you know, he's got the La La Land recently. He's got, right. you know, the music. But I just watched stuff. that finally all the I, way through. I we, never we talked saw. about it before. Um, it's on the never watch list for me. It's a never watch. Yeah, see, I, I started it before. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I didn't realize that it was the same. Uh, you, you guys watch Whiplash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, Damien and Chazelle. Chazelle, yeah. Yep. Um, so La La Land is by him, and then Babylon. So I watched Babylon first, which is with Margot Robbie. Yeah. Pretty, really good. Brad Pitt? Um, and Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah. Um, it was really long. Because that was, was that for an Oscar, right? That's probably why you it, watched it. That's not, that's not why. <laughs> is it? I, is. I wanted, He's working his way through the list. I don't from think last it was, year. though. Uh, it, for Best Picture? I think it I think it had some buzz, but I don't think it actually actually got it. Maybe, maybe it did. Um, but it didn't it didn't do very well. Um Babylon did, but it's a really good movie. I wouldn't recommend it for you guys because it's it's kind of it's it's about when the silent movies right. Yeah, I don't I don't think it quite it had like early Oscar buzz oh, because of La La Land. On. Picked the wrong year. Fucking Oscars. <laughs> Weird shit. 
Um, but well, because because of like La La Land, but um, Damn it. <laughs> still no, no. Triangle said in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was. It, it was it better more, or worse? Definitely than, more deserving than okay. trying. Than trying I mean, to literally, but I, it, anyone can make a movie more deserving. <laughs> so but. it's about when uh, the switch from silent era, movie, silent movie era to the talkies. Okay. And there's another movie you guys probably have never seen called Singing in the Rain from the 50s that talks about the same That's stuff. And this is basically, <laughs> which is a which is a musical. Gene yes. Kelly. I'm, I'm aware. Gene Kelly. Yeah. Um, so I've seen Singing in the Rain. So I was like, this is a lot like Singing in the Rain. And of course, it's all it, it, it ties together a lot. And Margot's really good in it. Um, Obviously, I mean, it really is. She's amazing. It's just a, it's a movie about for real mo- like movie lovers, people who love all eras of of, of movies. Pro, Academy he's clearly saying love. you're not a real movie. Yeah, not a real right. movie lover. <laughs> Shots were fired and received. <laughs> well, you have to you have to love something before 1980. <laughs> I feel like are there tire tracks on my back? <laughs> Bus beep, size. Beep, beep. <laughs> the Academy apparently didn't love it though. They're not real movie lovers either. Anyway. Um, so I watched the, all comes back to, you, and then I watched. I gave La La Land another <laughs> shot, and and I didn't love La La Land. Um, I just don't see any way out. But for me, but Gosling is good. Is great. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is because he's great. He's amazing always. And um and he's like a big he's a big jazz fan, so it's kind of tied to Whiplash too because he loves. He's like a, a jazz pianist. What pianist. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sounds and like a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, La La Land had, had some, and it, I think it ended pretty well, but, uh, anyway, long-winded way That's to good. get around to Gosling and La La Land and, yeah. and Margot Robbie in, in Babylon. So, and yep. Mar- so Margot, I think of like the first time I saw her, or at least that I was aware of her very, uh, was Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's everybody. And unless you watch like right. Australian soap Again, operas. Yeah. yeah. You, you could have come across her, but. Um, or you know saw something out of order was but I was gonna say was focus after after okay. um, I know you love it Marty, as do I Marty Scorsese founder um, but I definitely didn't think this is a girl who's gonna be one of the best actresses in the I mean, next she's like, decade a really good actress okay agree obviously. She just played like, because of what she played in she Wolf of Wall Street and it was just like oh there's just like a hot young girl mm-hmm. who gets naked she's You'll never hear from this girl again, right? Like, that's a story that's been told. And no, she just went on to be nominated for awards over and over again. She's she's awesome. Yeah, she's a really, really good actor. And I didn't even see I, Tanya. Yeah, she was great in that. Um, yeah, I meant to. Just never got there. So, um, yeah, big fan. If she, if she's another one. Like, kind of her and Gosling both. It's like, oh, if they make a movie. Like, I, I'm, I think I'm in, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree. Excluding her Academy Award. I mean, <laughs> movie I haven't seen. But... <laughs> I actually enjoyed Issa Rae, even yeah. though she was just briefly it's, in it. I wish there was more of her. Yeah, she could have. She could have had a bigger role. It felt like as it. the president. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I really liked the scene when she's she's explaining the, the or she's asking about the Godfather and the guy. That's like <laughs> such, that's such a perfect. Thing. All all those ones where they're basically getting mansplained or yes. tricking the Kens into mansplaining them and. Uh, um, the, my my favorite one was when she uh, someone says something about uh, Stephen Malkmus. It's like that's such a deep pull from from like indie nineties again. Knowing that Greta Gerwig, he an indigo girl. He he was in Pavement, um, which is a nineties indie band. I've heard of him. Yeah, um, you've probably heard of him from the sixty songs that explain the nineties. One of them, one of the songs was was a Pavement. That's quite possibly right. (laughs) That's where that's where you got him. But um, 
it's just it's funny because there are yeah there are guys that'll tell you like here's why you need to, I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you like this really obscure indie band with a terrible singer and it's like I just don't sometimes you know yeah well I was gonna say I I I'm, but I'm thinking of myself being guilty of like when I'm dating Mary trying to be like no let's gotta watch this movie like you're gonna <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it's like we all we all do it's it it's almost right, unavoidable am I part of the patriarchy you are a part <laughs> of the- fuck <laughs> I don't even like horses see what this movie does for you. <laughs> Well, that was like me telling Martin the other day when we were talking and I was like, yeah, we were watching A Few Good Men on TV and then after it, Top Gun came on. And like, oh Jen, God, what a run. Jen's yeah. like, I don't think I've ever seen Top Gun. Because she's like, what movie is this? I'm like, what movie is this? Like, you know from the first notes it plays. It's scene for scene. <laughs> right. And she's like, I don't think I've ever seen this. And I'm like, oh. we didn't watch it before she saw the new one? I, she hasn't seen the new one. The fuck? Of all the shit she's watched. <laughs> but, but there's, there's all kinds of things you could say, right? Stephen Malkmus, Pavement, that's a Godfather. Deep fucking pull. I know. That, that's why it's funny because it is a deep pull. Talking about the movie that got everyone back to the theaters. <laughs> Single handed. The one that saved, cured COVID. Saved cinema. Pre Barbie doing it. Yeah. Pre uh, Oppenheimer. Pre, yeah, the Barbenheimer. That's the other thing. We aren't we aren't into that world yet. We couldn't go. We couldn't do the double dip, the true Barbenheimer uh, mm-hmm. craze. We uh, I, have either of you seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen Oppenheimer. You have? Yeah. Okay, I have not. It's got it's a lot of heart in it. Apparently, a lot a lot of heart heart in it. Oh, heart in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he said a heart heart in it as well. Heart <laughs> in of, it. It's got a ton of heart in in it. Um, yeah, heart net's good in it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just I think a, I only like heart in it with Lucy Liu. That's what. I, <laughs> We got to have to, whatever, what I've discovered. <laughs> if they're together, I'm in. If Lucky they're not, I'm out. Slevin. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, in general, I felt like, I think I had convinced myself that I was going to like this movie more because of the craze and because of like how well it did. I went from thinking, based off those early trailers, that I didn't really want to watch the movie, had no, really no interest, no big deal, but it's okay. I don't need to watch them all. To then being like, okay, yeah, no, I, I'll definitely see this movie, and I was happy that we did that we were going to do it, and then watching it, and I felt like there was like at least a little bit of disappointment creeping in, like, oh, okay, I guess I just don't love it. I wanted, to, I think I just wanted it to be awesome. I think I wanted to walk out of it being like that was amazing, and yeah, I, I felt like that. I mean, when the hype is this big, and maybe that's part it's of it, probably hard. And to I feel like I don't it. usually think like that. Like I, I don't usually let the hype drive my train, but I. I I think that might have been an underlying problem for me is that it it, it didn't quite live up to this built up, um, like you know we, we said cultural phen- phenomenon and I or I just don't feel like I got it. I got to be part of that. It's the same reason why you won't watch Suits. Now well, it was definitely not a cultural <laughs> phenomenon when it was on. <laughs> so it, so that was not my reason initially. It is a it is one now. It's it's got a huge research. I don't know if that's just because Netflix puts it on their yeah the front of their their page. That's the only reason you think people are just clicking on is it. Is that what people are talking about the Roman Empire? <laughs> yeah. What is your guys' take on that? I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't either. So you never think about the Roman Empire at all? No. Well, so, I don't. I, I well, yeah. there is a thing on Netflix called the Roman Empire right now. I saw it last night. Oh, is there? Okay, but. I don't think that that's probably connected. I don't understand. I don't know the craze. I'm out. I, I'm out the loop. Brady would be more in if it was Rome. I'm old. From yeah. HBO. I watched Rome. I'm the only one at this table who watched all that. Guess what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you do think about the Roman Empire. I think, are you talking about my son's empire? <laughs> I just named my son. <laughs> I don't think about it at all, except every day of my son's life. Um, no, legitimately, Romulus. I've heard, I keep hearing it like loosely brought up, and I'm, I have legit have no clue what's happening. It's it's a TikTok thing. Oh, um, I told you my algo's all fucked. Yeah. So you you haven't heard from it on TikTok. You heard from real in people in real life asking. No, Twitter. What? Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Or so it's made its way into Twitter into the Twitter world. But it's it's videos of. <laughs> I, I love Mars. I'm his, condescending his, you guys all the all his elitist today. viewpoint that like oh, uh, no, it's, oh, only it's, it's on the it's Twitter. On Twitter. It's finally on well, Twitter. To be fair, no, sorry, it's on X. <laughs> right. It's on X. <laughs> what everybody calls it. <laughs> Is he is he gonna charge start charging everybody for <laughs> if he uses? does you're gonna lose everybody you got, right. I'm gone. but I mean is that I I heard a little bit little bit of that but I haven't looked into it a lot so you guys yeah. tell me about X no I, I I don't know about that I, I I think that's been rumored I think he's still not found any way to make money make and money on it right and you know what does a businessman do at some point except try to find a way to make money and yeah I he'll guess. get paid from a very small percentage of people and he'll lose a bunch and he'll probably Will go down as a massive failure. Um, Would be the story I I would guess is how this all plays out. But But back to the Roman Empire thing. It's just, it's, I don't know where it started from really, but it's women asking, they've heard somewhere that men think about the Roman Empire like weekly or daily. So they asked her, like, honey, do you ever think about the Roman Empire? And he's like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, just like, well, how often? Uh, you know, like about once a week or something like that. And they're like, it's not that. Like The guys are like, it's not that often. And they're like, once a week? Why are you thinking about it once a week? And each guy has a different answer. You know, some guys really get our. our so big is it real it. or is it just people fucking? I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like there's a decent like, amount of people fucking with. Legitimately, I don't think about the Roman Empire. Yeah. Like, I mean. I don't. And, and I think some Martin, of it, Martin didn't just like counter, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> which makes me think that I'm now I'm the weirdo. No, yeah. no, that's I, I had the same thought you did when I first first started seeing these. I'm like, I wouldn't say once a, I wouldn't say once a day for sure. I wouldn't say once a week, but from time to time, maybe I'll think about something about I don't know plumbing. Birkenstocks? <laughs> yeah, sandals. You're <laughs> here and there, and I think the main thing about it is is that we're starting to feel like late stage capitalism and the downfall of like oh can america actually fail like with politics and everything we're like oh no we can never fail but they that's what they thought in rome i think that's the main crux of it is okay and and lots of guys that are yeah i don't know, think they're history buffs or something that that really they watch the roman yeah. empire thing and then right you know, sure yeah then it's in their brain for or, a couple are fascinated are fascinated by history and such a guy thing to be fascinated by history i feel like i should be make that connection i just am not yeah. i don't really go down those paths too often now if you were talking ottoman empire yeah dude that's funny because <laughs> when Lindsay asked me she, she thought about it, i'm like I'm like I, I definitely it's not just like the roman empire for me she she did ask you <laughs> she asked you because yeah she saw and I, i'm like i think about the ottoman empire a little bit more because no one ever talks about it <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, I'm being serious. Oh, you're you're totally joking. <laughs> but like, people don't. People think of the Rome the Roman Empire as like the the only one that was that was that you know that fell or toppled. But it's Ottoman like, was even bigger. It's like muffin stumps. Nobody wants it. <laughs> I saw the homeless are complaining. I won't veer too hard, but one more because I, I I actually almost sent it today, and it was like this dude going off about what what you call the the end piece of a, a loaf of bread. The heel. Uh, the heel. Did you did you see? You don't know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. No. So this it's this bigger African American guy laughing. He can't even t- 
tell the story because he's laughing so hard. But he's like, what do people call? He's like, some people say heel, some people can't say butt, some people say booty, and then he he loses it hard. And he's like, because some people call it a hoe. He's like, because everybody touches it, but nobody wants it. <laughs> he can't. He cannot get it out. He just like it's so. But it's so fun. It's it's extra funny watching just him lose his shit over it. Sounds like you're on the right side of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> they creep in every once in a while. Yeah, well, you get you get some <laughs> some comedy. Uh, but the other thing I said to Lindsay was, I'm also back to Elon Musk and, and X and SpaceX. Like I think about that more often is like space exploration and like the future, less the past and more going to Mars. I mean, realistically, all I think about when it's it's not work or the movie podcast, it's uh, <laughs> the crossover grid. So I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to complete a grid of some so, some sport or some something. Back to that, do you guys? There's like five a day. I'm yeah, do you do on. them all? No, I don't do them all. Because one, because they're not out daily. But if I, I'll check it every day. But I mean, every sport, there's just like 10 across No, that. I can't do. No. Because there's, the, there's the ones with like. Dude, all those, all those sports the, on there, I can't do that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Soccer. That's not for me. I feel like you guys know everything. No, I. I You're my go-to. I, You're my go-to. I try. Lonnie, but I, I can't even. Him and I will, will, will do. College NFL, football. College football was the one. And then NFL. I did the college basketball, basketball one. I sent him one. I literally mainly said it because of Kansas City, and I was like, all right, I feel like you're, you, I can whet the appetite. Um, and then the movie one was just like a nice bonus. I'm like, oh, cool. That goes to my other text thread. And yeah, um, I definitely like it. Makes me feel like I'm not completely losing my mind. <laughs> Although, right. I can't get some of them right. So yeah, you're like, I know something, but yeah. I can't quite place it. Just um, another way to waste time. Yeah, a little bit. But, yeah. uh, but back to the movie. Yeah, Greta and Noah. Would you guys. Greta, um, I know. Have you seen a bunch of their movies? No. What was the, they don't really work on a lot. They do work on some together. What was the one she got all her acclaim for? Ladybird. Like Ladybird. Ladybird. I actually never saw that. I, I, I think like three times I intended to watch it, and something happened to derail me. Um, it, was and, o- it was okay. I think my favorite um, ones of Noah Baumbach's are like The Squid and the Whale. Have you guys seen that? I did see that. It's been a while, though. Marriage Story was really good. I did not see that. that's a Scarlet Scarjo and uh, Scar Driver Joe and Driver, Driver yeah. yep. And then he has an old one from '95, Kicking and Screaming, which is pretty, which is pretty good too. Not to be confused, not, not the Kicking with and the Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. that. You made me watch that. I feel like I watched that in one of the um, forty movies, forty days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because View, I think you, because I, you I recommended, recommended it. it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I thought it was just fine, and I was like, yeah, I get why Martin likes this, but I didn't. yeah, it's an it was an it was an indie movie about. Kids out of college. Yeah. So at the time, I liked it. Um, and she's done Francis Ha. Didn't see that either. Um, or she acted. Did she write that too or direct it? No, it's directed by him, but she she was in it. I think that might have been where they. They're not like a couple or anything. They're yeah, just, they're married. I think. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I thought I was I like, I don't want to assume that because, you know, it makes me part of the patriarchy. patriarchy. Yeah. 2000, <laughs> 2011. That's the only way she can succeed. <laughs> They got. I don't know if they're married. It says partner. That was Jelani that said that. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of the patriarch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think they they just they did they did a great job with this, and it's like it, like you look at their history of a bunch of different kind of indie movies, some some bigger, some not. Like you said, Lady Bird had had a bunch of success. That one got so like, to see yeah. again to see like kind of like a culmination of uh, of a well, of a, a two payday. careers. And a, and a huge payday. A payday for them at, at the end of all that mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. It's it's really kind of cool cool to see. So I something real cool here before we finish up. There was a, a neat note that I thought 
you would appreciate this. Um, so when she took on the film, she insisted on bonding experiences, including cast slumber parties and movie church. All the Barbies were invited to stay the night at a London hotel, and the Kens were allowed to stop by but not stay. And Gosling apparently <laughs> nice could, girls night. Gosling couldn't make it, but he didn't want uh, to not be a part of it. And so in his place, he sent a singing telegram in the form of a Scotsman dressed in a kilt playing the bagpipes and reciting lines from Braveheart. and then i just i was like that is unbelievably amazing um and then every sunday the entire cast would gather at this electric cinema in notting hill where they watched movies relevant to the barbie storyline and they began to refer to that as uh, movie church so i thought it was a a cool yeah cast bonding i I love that with a nice throw in uh from guys that go in Bravehearts. i mean that's just a next level (laughs) Very, he went method. Yeah, very, very much what Ken would appreciate. He's riding a horse. Very much the patriarchy. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. I I thought it was, like again. I think everyone should see it. I thought it was uh, a good kind of confluence of a bunch of different types of movies and a really, you know, kind of a crowning achievement for Greta um, and maybe Noah too. But yeah. definitely Greta Gerwig. As always. In a world full of Kens, be an Allen. And remember, every night is girls' night. Forever and ever and ever. Follow us on all socials at Our Film Fathers. Thanks, and go to bed. Sublime!